0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Drop the Mic. I am Darren Jenkins, your host, and on today's show, I, someone who I've been waiting to talk to for a little bit of time, um, and I'm very glad it finally happened. Um, Eunice, is it K10 or K10? Yeah,
1: you got it, K10. Oh, yeah.
0: Unfortunate,
1: um, amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A uh, musician, singer, and songwriter who's got a new uh single out right now,
1: yeah. Laying I just down
0: your weapons.
1: yeah, so I just released a new single and it's the first single from the new EP. Um, so yeah, it's it's been exciting, it was a grind, but it's also very exciting.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, trust me, I completely understand so um i actually manage a a music artist as well and we are currently working on his album and uh his um video lp which is a beast yes i give you guys mad props man when you can put out put out the kind of work that you're putting out
1: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of behind the scenes work that people don't see, you know, it's not just about finding the funding to do all of that stuff, but it's just the logistics and, and you constantly have to be putting out content and Mm -hmm. kind of like repackaging the song in various ways so that people, so that it will resonate with different people. Um, Yeah. So it is, it is a lot of work, but I think if you believe in it, then you really want to give it everything that you have so Mm. yeah I think the key is just to believe in what you're doing
0: (laughs) believe in what you're doing um that's definitely true so what you're doing is by some people's estimation would be unusual because I, I was watching um I was watching it. I've been watching a lot of your um, podcasts or shows. Oh, the, um, oh, for no. therapy.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah.
0: And very. Uh, so there's a common thread that was kind of been conversated around um, about that, which is that. And it's probably, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I mean, I love music, but I'm not an expert. Right. There aren't that many Asian influences within neo soul right and and so what you're doing is kind of breaking the bond breaking the mold a little bit where where did you start like so when did you how old were you when you started sign like you like you know what music is what i want to do you know like <laughs>
1: um i think maybe i was 14 mm. and uh it I didn't start off in neo-soul, actually. I I didn't really even think of music as being something I wanted to do. Mm. Um, At that time, I was in in a punk band. So it's very different from what I'm doing right now. Um, But we went into the studio to make our first um, album. And the engineer there actually took me aside and he was like, you know, I know that this is just for fun, but have you thought of actually making this a thing and maybe joining some, um, songwriting competitions? Cause in his words, he said that, um, there is some potential there. So I really think that you should pursue it. Mm. And that was really the first time that I thought of music being something that I could do, um, you know, at a professional level and um, yeah. And so like over the years, it's, it kind of, um, you know, took its own different roads and, and I ended up doing neo soul. I I love a lot of different things. And even though I, I do neo soul, um, I still incorporate a lot of different sounds and a lot of different genres. Mm. So I wouldn't really say that I'm purely neo soul, Um, but even even then, even whatever genre I do, there's a very small percentage of Asians in general. Unless, unless you're doing maybe uh, K-pop, but right. you know that's that's its own genre. Right.
2: Um,
1: but yeah, so it's that that was my journey, and I didn't. I don't know if I would say that I chose music. It's more like music chose me. <laughs> You know, and I I say that because um, there have been so many ups and downs, you know, um, as a musician and I'm sure as every artist knows that it's, it's really about perseverance, right? Because there are a lot of very, there are a lot of times when things seem like they would work out and they just fall through. And it's really like a test of whether you're really doing it for the love of music or whether you're doing it because you want attention. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously that's its own work by itself. If you want attention, I'm not like knocking that, but it's more like, um, yeah, at the end of the day, you really just have to do it because you love it because it's mm. gotta eat too much shit. for.
0: Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of <laughs> stuff that you have to, you know, so first you've, you've got to have this, talent first of all right you've got to have there's a there's a certain amount of talent you gotta to have to have and then if once you you realize you have the talent you have to decide what you want to do with it where you want to showcase it yeah. uh, and that's all kind of stuff kind of within your your power to kind of decide right right but, but, but then there's it, like that then opens up a whole other can of worms that like, depending on how serious, like you said, where if you, you could be in a punk band that you're just playing on the weekends and that's just for fun. Or you could be in a wedding band that wants to make some money to, you know, pay off school. Or you could, like you said, decide, you know what, I want to see if I can make this as a professional go of this and try to. Make music for as a business because that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. on nobody's level, and that's a whole that you know we we're getting we're gonna get into that because that's a I think that's a monster into itself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What, what instruments did you like? Because I saw you obviously you played a guitar. Mm-hmm. I saw on one of your um. Your Instagram videos, I saw that you were playing the ukulele. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what, like, what else What else do we have here? Is there, you,
1: so, you
0: yeah, I,
1: I, <laughs> yeah, I play the kazoo. I, I do, actually, but it doesn't really take much skill for that. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> at least at the level that I do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I started off with a piano, so I can play piano oh. and, um, I am quite out of practice right now. Uh, So I do, I can play piano um, and I play the guitar um, and uh, yeah, I play the ukulele as well. I did a little bit of trumpet in school, um, but it's It's been a long time since I played that. So I wouldn't even tell people about that, really.
0: <laughs> I'm telling everyone. That's going to be the headline of my podcast.
1: <laughs> you just play his trumpet. I know. Shooting <laughs> her own horn. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that those are the main instruments that I play. Um, mm-hmm. The other things I I kind of dabble in, but. I wouldn't really say that I play
0: them. <laughs> so um, but you, so you're so you out of practice on the piano. Um, you play the guitar very well. I, I love listening to you play. Thank you, know, you. You know, let me rewind this real quick. First, yeah. to tell you, like, how I came across you in the first place. Right. So I love music. I love music. It's like, you know, I... Two things like I love the most are film and music. Those are my two loves. As you can look back there, I've got a, a i have got got a piano back here, got a, a couple of guitars, the whole bit, right? Yeah. Um, so one day I was at home working on whatever I'm working on, and I was listening to Spotify, <laughs> and Neo Soul is one of my favorite genres. Even though, like you said, I think it, I think it's still kind of a misunderstood. Section of music that so many people either fit in or don't fit in, and then they kind of fit in, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a playlist. I was listening to some playlists, and your song came on, and I was just like, oh, who is this? This sound, this is kind of dope. (laughs) So I think the song was Hope is a Bird.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I was like, who i need to find out more about who this person is because they're really talented and so i set out to do my usual i went on instagram saw to see you i was like oh she got an instagram follower okay cool and, um, <laughs> um every time you would you would post like a live instagram or you just posted something that you were playing i would listen it was yeah. just you have a um you do some unique things with your voice, which I think is just so cool. And oh, that's amazing to hear. And um, yeah, so that's how I came. I, I was yeah. like, it makes. So I went through the last uh, couple months, I've been doing a lot of music people on my podcast. I've
2: mm-hmm. done
0: a Horn. I've done. Um, speech from Arrested Development. I've done a few different other artists and some that I haven't published yet but will become publishing soon. Um and I was just like you know I should have her on because I'm really curious about like there's a lot of st- I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of Great. questions. Perfect <laughs> um, I have a lot of questions for you. Yeah. But um you know I just like I love I love your sound. There's I actually sent um one of your videos to a friend of mine who's a radio DJ in Japan because um, she so awesome. specializes in R and B music.
1: Right, right.
0: And she's like, "Oh, yeah, you didn't know about her?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, she's kind of she's really dope." I'm like, okay. <laughs> "Well, thanks for telling me."
1: That's so awesome. Well, thank you for doing that. I mean, it it helps so much as an independent artist. You know, right. you really depend a lot on word of mouth yep. and it's really just winning over one person at the time. It's, there's no overnight success. So yeah. every share, um, yeah, every share means a lot.
0: Yeah, Cause you never know who that, per, like who, who's gonna end up with it. Right. And that's, yeah. that's the magic of grassroots marketing, you know, so.
1: Yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I work too, because I, I like making those connections. I like Mm -hmm. having meaningful conversations with people. So, um, kind of the magic of Instagram, I guess, is that you can talk to people from all around the world. And I've had some really deep conversations with like fans that now have become friends. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think that as hard as, as social media is to navigate sometimes as an artist, um, I'm still really thankful that I'm able to connect with each one of those people Mm. um, on a very personal level and yeah, to know about their family and and like things that I I would never have the opportunity to do about was that much bigger and wasn't handling my own account, you know? (laughs)
0: And, and, you know, since you're a songwriter, I think, you know, you gain inspiration from, it's kind of like, I'm a screenwriter. I like, talking to people because I never know where the next story is going to come from. I never know where the next inspiration is going to come from.
3: Yes.
1: absolutely. So
0: That usually is really helpful for me too, as well. So.
1: Yeah. Just kind of getting out of your own like mindset sometimes and, mm-hmm. and just understanding how other people view the world can, can really open up a lot of inspiration.
0: Mm, yeah. 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 Um, there was a, I was reading some articles and, you know you were you've had, you know talked to or mentioned in and it was really funny one one person described your voice as buttery that is such a because i've been sitting here trying. i was sitting here earlier trying to figure out like a good way to kind of <laughs> you, and i was just i came across this last minute and i was like buttery that's a good one right? <laughs>
1: I like butter.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, who doesn't like butter? That's great. Um, butter it on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um.
0: How? How did you just? Dis- so okay. So you're in the studio. This guy pulls you aside. He's like, "You have a chance to do something special with some. You know. So maybe you should move into something. You know. Different. Mm-hmm. Um." What was, like, how did you, how did you, like, what was your next move there? Like, what do you, like, Mm -hmm. because going from a band to a solo act is a lonely move, and it's little probably a little scary, probably, too.
1: Yeah. Um, I think there were, like, a lot of, a lot of different steps between, um, I I obviously like didn't like quit the band right away. I, I like, still continue. It, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, a lot of those people were my friends too, so I didn't want to, you know, leave right. them um, without without any replacement or um, yeah. So were I, I
0: singer at the you were lead singer of the, of the uh,
1: yeah I was one of the lead singers and one of uh, the yeah. So that
0: that's,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, I I think that even when I was in the punk band, though, I wasn't really writing punk songs. They maybe, uh, maybe they, they served as a really good way to, to let out all of my teenage, like Uh angst, (laughs) you know, all, all those teenage feels. Mm. Um, but I think that in terms of the songwriting itself and the melodies and the grooves that I chose, they Mm. were maybe a little bit they were already kind of leaning more towards like the pop soul, um, feel. Um, and so when, you know, like the natural progression just happened that, you know, we, we all kind of like graduated and everyone went their own separate ways, uh, in, in, after high school. So that band like no longer existed. So it gave me that that room to, to explore other things. And, um, and then during that time, I, I started working with um, a management um, agency and, and they gave me something that we call now um, a development deal. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So it gave me an opportunity to kind of understand how the business works. um, And, to hone my songwriting skills, get practice in front of people, and just learn how to play my own instrument, and and um, yeah, like understand my craft more.
0: Did they make you? Um, did they have you audition, or did you have to like? I mean, how did how did they know what you're like? You know, because well, as a I do a, I do development deals with filmmakers, right? And I think it's a little bit similar where you kind of they'll send me like some trailers or some stuff that they've done so I can kind of gauge, all right, yeah, this is definitely somebody I want to kind of put some bets down with now. Right. Right. Of what they possibly can do. So did you have to like give them like any kind of.
1: Um, Actually, no, I was actually really lucky because that sound engineer that um, was in the studio, he sent, my music to an agency behind my back. So I actually didn't know he had done that, (laughs) which thank you because I wouldn't be here now without that. Um, But yeah, I guess he knew that at that time I was really young and I didn't really understand how all of this worked. So he kept all that stuff for me Um, and they got in touch with me and that's how I I got that deal. But um, yeah, I was, I was really lucky that, he had done that and he was watching out for me so Mm.
0: yeah yeah, one of the things I you know I hear from a lot of artists uh, especially um, the ones who are kind of past the beginning stage and they're a little bit more more seasoned Mm -hmm. is that it is important to have good people surround yourself with good people
1: 100 percent
0: because you know it, like, like that, that would have never happened if this guy wasn't such a nice person and just kind of was looking towards helping you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
2: Versus,
1: yeah. You know, so. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's not to say that, that later in my career, um, I didn't have to do auditions and I oh, didn't sure. mind either. Right. But I think that like you say, it is really important to have people that actually care because this industry is so full of people who are trying to take advantage of, of each uh, other.
0: Step of the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so it's, it's good to, to um, be able to discern and to see those people that are actually there for your well Um, and especially I feel sometimes even the more that, the more successful you get, the more you don't know if people are there because they want something or whether they're really there because they want you to succeed. And so, um, yeah, I, I I think like this whole journey has just been a way for me to, to really see who my real friends are and see Mm -hmm. the people that I can really trust. Um, And I'm lucky. I I do have a few that I do turn to when I, I really need help.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, you know, um, you're you're I mean, I don't know you. I mean, we. this is the first time we've met right. but my 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 sense of of you've based on what you've given us on Instagram. And I th- again, I think your Instagram is really good. You do a really great job of sharing like bringing people along the process of your creation which right. I think is obviously very valuable but my 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 thought process is that you you have a very positive energy around you and a very positive and I think you don't have that without having curated a good sense of people and a good sense a good group of people around you I think
2: that mm-hmm. bleeds
0: well bleeds through very well for you in in in, in your in this persona of
1: who you
0: are, you know, so.
1: It's, it's been a journey to find that. (laughs) I mean, I did have to go through a lot of times when I got screwed really badly. Um, But that just helps me to, to uh, find those right people. And when you Mm. do, you really try to nurture those friendships Mm. and, It's really for me, it's it's all about just building that community and being able to help other people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, as like in our industry. I feel like sometimes it's easy to make everything about ourselves, (laughs) you know, but um, yeah, like you you can't really succeed without building your community and giving back and helping other people as well. So.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, most of the stuff that you are creating currently, do you do most of your writing or all of your writing? What's What's the
1: mm-hmm. in terms of the songwriting, right? Yeah, I do. I do all of the writing. Wow.
0: So... Really, really good. Um, what? So, what's your process like? How do you? Because. And, and, and we're going to get into this in a few, in a few minutes, but I'm leading up into some way or once, but I'm curious how, like, what's your, you know, like for some people, they have to be in a certain state of mind. Because I feel like songwriting and screenwriting are similar in that there's a certain amount of emotional um, revenue that needs to be paid to get those words out onto the paper.
1: Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's that's a big question. Um, so how what my process is when I'm writing?
0: Yeah. Um, Are you a person that needs to listen to other things that kind of inspiration uh, or do you just do things just because I keep a book next to my bed right. and... Whenever, you know, whenever I have an inspiration, it goes in here like midnight. Oh, get up. This makes no sense, but I'm writing it down.
1: <laughs> no, I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just had to think about it because there's a lot of different um, tools that I use. Mm, okay. And I think it really starts with the story and the inspiration. Um to tell the story from a perspective maybe that hasn't been told before,
2: right? Um,
1: so, I guess like it's the the work that I have been releasing lately has been a lot of like social political um, topics, yep. And I'm not really a political person, right. uh, but I think that it was really the stories that inspired me to write the song. So I, I, I am drawn towards, you know, um, stories first. Mm. And then when I sit down to write, um, I really, maybe like an actor does, um, you know, when you're doing the method acting, you try to <laughs> do all that research and try to immerse yourself in that. And so sometimes I do research as well. Mm-hmm. Just to get like different perspectives, um, and like for example, this this last song that I released is about the experience of um, refugees, and about um, essentially about one of my friends who was imprisoned for for protesting, and yeah, I. I Apart from his story, um, I also read up a lot about <clears throat> like the refugee experience, and I watched like a lot of documentaries just because I, I really wanted to do justice, you know, to that story, right. um, and not have it just be one dimensional. Right. And so, um, yeah, there there are a lot of times that I that I would do research. And then when I sit down to actually write the song, then uh, there are a whole set of other tools. Mm. (laughs) I don't know if it's very interesting um, for me to to really go that in depth, but Mm. uh, it involves a lot of of dictionaries and thesauruses.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, that's, I mean, I completely understand that. I just, you know, you know, my question was actually, because of your newest song, I wanted to understand, you know, the process of creating a song that was so specifically, the message was clear, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, um, given that so this is the first song off a soon to be album right will the album be kind of like uh, like is this just going to be one story that's being told in the album or is this one piece of a story being told over the overarching album i like, that makes
1: sense um, yeah that's that's a good question um, i think that in terms of topics it's not, it's not uh, a full story. So each song is its own story. However, um, the theme of the album is, is kind of like using my, my Southeast Asian heritage and kind of incorporating those sounds into new soul and into something that's a bit more modern. And I think that's a, a different layer of, of this EP. So The first layer is those individual stories that I'm telling, and then the second layer is uh, using this new fusion project, even though it's not, you know, it doesn't sound like it's fusion exactly, but um, yeah, using this as a way to kind of make a statement and maybe more of an exploration of my own Southeast Asian heritage, Um, Especially because during um, the pandemic and and with all this anti-Asian racism, Hmm. um, one thing that I realized was that maybe in North America, there isn't a lot of knowledge about Asians and that there are a lot of different kinds of Asians. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they they wouldn't necessarily be able to tell them apart right. um and and so I thought of this project as a way uh first to maybe expose western audiences to different sounds, and with each with each release, um I'm also going to have like a an educational component to it, mm-hmm. so there would be um. Maybe like interviews uh, with with people who play those traditional instruments to to help people understand um, traditionally what these instruments are used for and um, yeah, maybe just to to help people understand more about music that they wouldn't usually get a chance to be exposed to, especially because in Southeast Asia um, or maybe Asia in general, it's still very. Eurocentric you know uh, in terms of like there's traditional music and people listen to that it's its own niche Uh, but it's very rare that it goes outside of that country Mm. because there really isn't any future for it and so there is there are a lot of traditional arts that are dying because they they can't make money uh western audiences like it will never break in the in the top 40 right <laughs> that type of music would never break in the top 40 mm. so they choose usually to export acts that sound completely western completely american they might not even be able to speak the language but their pronunciation of english words will be perfect mm. you know and and so it's not it's not that it's bad like it's its own thing and it takes a lot of work to get there as well but I thought, well, why not, instead of hiding my Asian culture, um, why not accentuate it <laughs> and yeah. use that as a way to educate people of the different types of music and the different types of Asians that there are. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, that's that was that, that second layer wow. uh, for this EP. And it's just really to... Yeah, to just to to educate people, because I, I feel like sometimes racism is is just ignorance, you know, Absolutely. not not understanding and not being used to to seeing that skin color, that way of thinking, that that type of art. Um, and so if if I can, if I can contribute and just, you know, help people understand a little bit more mm. then you know, why not? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, it, you know, after the, um, you know, all the stuff that happened in the White uh, at the Capitol and while Trump was in office and stuff, you know, I think everybody kind of, you know, wanted to express themselves in their own way, right? You, and it's whatever tools or mechanisms that you, you feel. That are within your reach to kind of do that, you know what I mean? And right. you know, so for you, it's going to be the music. For uh, for me, it was me creating a new podcast. For a friend of mine, it was for him to write a book. And I think that's really like, like that's amazing that we can do that. Like because, like you said, I think to there, you know, ignorance causes racism on a lot in most cases. And Mm -hmm. I think also when people, um, you know, sometimes you have to change how you communicate with a person for them to hear it. Not everybody hears the same, the the message you're given in the same way. Mm -hmm. Music to me, like I was watching a video this morning of a a friend of mine posted on uh, Facebook of, I think it was in, it might have been Canada, I think so, where like during lunchtime, this DJ set up a DJ set up in front of the office building and played house music. And you could see all these old, older people out there. doing this <laughs> And I was just like, now that is what I'm talking about. That's <laughs> because that resonates with them. They understand the music you know is one of those rare things music to me is what why i like it is because who doesn't like some type of music it might not be neo soul it might be jazz it may be hip hop it may be classical but someone, everyone loves some type of music and if we can use that to communicate and share them and say look we're not we're not scary people we're just normal individuals from different places, and we all like the same things. There you go.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the beauty of art. I think the more of us that use our our talents mm. to, to talk about issues, um, the better, you know, because – like you say, everyone likes different things, and and some people are visual learners, other people are auditory, and and so, yeah, whatever we can use, whatever tools to kind of spread that that message of positivity and to educate people, the better.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, who who were some of the music influences that you that kind of lent you know, passion for the, for the sport of music. <laughs> I call it a sport because it is, you, you, you definitely got to be ready for it. Um,
1: yes. What are your influences? <laughs> hmm, that's, that's a really good question. Cause there have been a lot. Hmm. Um, I think uh, so this person is not really Neosol, okay. but um, it would be Jeff Buckley. Yeah. And, Jeff
0: Buckley, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that one of the biggest lessons I learned from him is just to be in the moment 100% to give mm. everything. And even, you know, no matter how many times I listen to him, mm. I can hear like every detail of every emotion in his voice. And I think that that's something that I try to put in my music too, because Mm -hmm. you could do a lot of acrobatics, but that doesn't necessarily get all of the uh, message across because people resonate more with emotions. And so um, I mean, I, I would love to do acrobatics if I could, <laughs> you know, so that, that is its own skill, mm. but, um, but I think that as a songwriter too, I want to bring across that message, um, in every song mm. and do it justice. And so that's why Jeff Buckley's music and his delivery has always really impacted me mm. And um, yeah, so I, I think Jeff Buckley is, is maybe one of my major influences in terms of delivery. Um, musically, I think, so I, I really like D'Angelo a lot. <laughs>
2: right. I, so oh yeah,
1: maybe like with, with all of those um, dense harmonies. So even though my music it isn't, doesn't necessarily sound like his, but just the way that he uses his voice um, and, and his, yeah, where, where he puts the harmonies and, and it's always been very inspiring to me. Mm. So um that's, that's another one. And I think like a lot of, a lot of singer songwriters from the seventies too. And mm. those are the ones maybe that have influenced um the topics that that I tend to gravitate towards so uh, a lot about like civil rights and and um activism and yeah I think those are those are the main ones I did have a period of time when I was really obsessed with Mozart (laughs) <laughs> so, as you can tell it's all across the board <laughs> Mozart's yeah, you know, he's dope you know, you know.
0: I'm, a, I'm a I'm a Johann Strauss man myself but, you know.
1: <laughs> I think I was maybe nine when I was obsessed with Mozart I, I remember um, mm. you know having posters of him as if he was some boy band like
0: <laughs> all right, everyone, oh, that's the end of this podcast we're going to wrap it up here <laughs>
1: I, and, and it was really funny because I I even had this dream of like marrying Mozart, even though he's dead, you know. So yeah, obviously uh, was a little obsessed.
0: I had this visualization of a person of a, of a of a young girl laying on her bed, just dreaming of Mozart. <laughs> that is so hilarious.
2: I know. <laughs>
0: I am so going to steal that.
1: God, please.
0: <laughs> that will be my next sketch.
1: And I would I would love it to be, you know, me in, in in all of that, all of their clothing, you know, with the puff sleeves and all of that um crinoline.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be so
2: hilarious.
1: And powdered wigs.
0: <laughs> Imagine you know, like Mozart part of a boy band, you know, the whole bit, and you know. That Absolutely, would be, that would be actually kind of dope. I would see that. I would go see that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'd go see that. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you weren't doing music, what what do you think you what what, what do you think you'd be doing? Wow. Hmm. This gets people a lot when I ask them that
1: question. They're like, what? Why would I do anything? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a really good question. I think that I like a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I I do a lot of things already because I'm you know a DIY person. Oh, yeah, I I'm ask
0: you about, about that. that. I saw <laughs> that. I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what, does yeah. a, what does a DIY person do?
1: <laughs> so you do everything yourself uh, to the point of like obsession where you try to do everything. Um, okay. and sometimes it works out. Sometimes it's a disaster, but you know, Hey, you, you just got to try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I, already do like photography and, and some video work, uh, graphic design. Um, and all of those things are are things that I learned how to do because I couldn't really afford to hire somebody else to do it. Um, at least, you know, in the beginning, even right now, I still, I still struggle to be able to pay, you know, um, know for a whole video to be made and, and things are, are expensive. You know, creating content can be quite expensive. Yes, we can. And so, um, yeah, I've always done all of that stuff myself. And so I've gotten the skills over the years. Um, and I enjoy that. So maybe I would have done something in media still. So something creative still. Hmm. Um,
0: did you do but- like the... Um, so for your um, for your two uh, broke for therapy, did you do mm-hmm. all the video and editing for it or
1: yeah I did. Yes yeah, so yeah so, um, do
0: it yourself then
1: <laughs> yeah I do I do it all myself. Um I do I do have help though um when I shoot there is somebody there. I
0: was gonna say someone's behind the camera like right or something.
1: Yeah so I usually set up the shot and I tell them what I want and they help me to make sure that everything is in focus. <laughs> okay. Um and yeah, so so I try to do everything myself, just mainly because of budget. Um, and if I were to do anything else, it probably would still be creative um, in media. I did think about going to culinary school at one point, so
0: are you
2: good? Are
1: you <laughs> that, a good that might have been a thing too. <laughs> well,
0: it's, you know, food—who doesn't like food? See, you have like all these genres that everyone loves. So you, you're you're making the right decisions, you know, music, food.
1: That's right. (laughs) But I think that, that, um, with music, it's one of those things I feel like I can't live without, you know, it's, it's almost an addiction. So no, it isn't. It it is an addiction. so.
0: So So then my qu- next question to you was, um, how did, so COVID, right? I mean, so I can tell you like uh, the artist I, I manage, C- Chris, he he hasn't played in two years now, I guess, almost two years. So his first show is tomorrow unofficially. And right. um, I think he's doing an actual real show uh, in August not playing live mm-hmm. like it, how how's it been in Canada with trying to perform live
1: right it's it's the same actually um i haven't really played a real show for a year and a half now yeah. almost yeah. so i am rusty but i am but i have a couple of shows scheduled uh, in the next 2 3 months that's cool so um, yeah, but I, I do I do really miss that interaction, you know, that mm. live interaction. Yep. Um, there's that there's an energy that you can't recreate through a Instagram live stream, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no one's there to clap.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. And there's that delay before yeah. you those clap emojis.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, oh let me look at the emojis. Wait, That's let
1: me read right. the screen. Hold on, exactly. And one of the major things that I really enjoyed about playing live shows was the interaction with the audience after the shows, right? Yeah, you know, so being able to talk to people, um, and connecting with other artists, too. You know, yeah, like- other artists, exactly. Networking with other artists was really important in, in the last setting, um, and just having meaningful conversations with people, you know, and that's something that's a little harder to do online (laughs) without seeming creepy. (laughs) You know, I I still, I still, you know, DM people sometimes. And I, I, I always feel like, um, I need to set the, the tone for how I want the relationship to go. And so I'm usually the first person that reaches out. Right. Um, and I know that sometimes that seems really unusual because people usually feel that if they get private message that it's because I, I want to sell them something or that I want something, you know, so it's different in a in a digital setting because people have that idea that maybe you want something or you want to sell a business or a service, yeah,
2: right, right.
1: Um, but yeah, but the people that I, that have responded um, have been really, really surprised that I made that effort to, to reach out to them. And usually with every, every uh, new person that follows my account, I do send them a message mm-hmm. to say, Hey, thank you for following. And, and I really appreciate I really appreciate you following me on my journey, you know, just, just to create a conversation and for them to understand that I don't just see them as a number, but, mm. but I really do appreciate that they're there and that they're following me and that they're um, going to join me on this adventure.
0: Yeah. Especially if they've like, you know, if they really, cause you know, like you said, social media has there's so many platforms and so many things to do now It's just ridiculous. So if they've taken the time to pay attention to what you're doing on your feed, that means they must really care about what you're doing.
3: And, mm-hmm. how,
0: you know, they, they you kind of owe it to them to give them at least the minimal um respect and attention um yes. at least, you know you can't do it all the time but you do it when you do it as much as you can
1: mm-hmm.
0: to, to to you know keep the keep those people coming back and
1: yeah you know. yeah absolutely and it helps that I like having conversations with people <laughs> okay,
0: so that works too.
1: Yeah. it works too okay
0: right, hey, um, you want to call me we can talk about art <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> they're like oh no that's good we good thank you <laughs> so
1: maybe that's why I'm not getting those replies
0: yeah, that would be it <laughs> yeah you might want to tone down the Mozart talk that's you know? it <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious um, I saw you know what I sound now that you said that I sound like a stalker I'm like yes now I know everything about you, you know, um, <laughs>
1: No, I I appreciate that you did all of that research. (laughs) So
0: I I was watching one of your videos and you said in the while you were playing that you were fostering a former stray puppy that was afraid of loud music or loud noises. Yeah. Is this still happening? If not. Is he okay, or did you sing him to like Mozart or something?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was with us for for two or three weeks. Okay. And, uh, during that time, um, I was really limited <laughs> to the amount of or to the kind of music I could play. Oh, really? So I had to be really soft, acoustic music, because he was really afraid of. Any sort of loud noises, so basically know. no drumming at all.
2: Um,
1: and so it's it's not happening anymore because he got adopted by his forever, yeah. which is amazing. Um, but yeah, during those those couple of weeks, um, I,
2: I <laughs> oh, was quite
1: limited to the amount of music I could play. You start However, playing, like, was, nope, nope,
0: nope, 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 nope.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting because, um, yeah, I think that every dog, every pet has their their personality and mm. they have the type of music that they like to listen to as well. Yeah. Um, and that's something I never really factored in before. Um, mm. But it got me thinking about making music for animals. Uh,
0: why did I know you were going to say that for some reason? <laughs> I was going to like a, so is there an album for cats?
1: No. No. That's right. Never say never. I might.
0: You know what? You would, I think that if you did that, you would probably win a Grammy because, I mean, it would, so many people be like, oh, I'm buying that for my dog. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right.
0: People love their pets. They will buy that. They will buy that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have and- you heard the um have you heard heard the cat that sings? Um, he sings and then this dude like he he talks and then the guy takes his what he says and sets it to live mu- to music. I yeah. sit and I watch that all day long. <laughs>
1: I know. I love that. I love that. I've recently been trying to scour the internet for for more talking pet videos that I could duet. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, basically my free time has been spent looking so you at.
0: Really do love music.
1: I do, <laughs> I do love animals and I love music.
0: <laughs> well, that's a, I mean, I'm telling you, if you if you do this album, please let me know because I I, <laughs> I I promise, I will help you promote it.
1: <laughs> it's perfect because it's also very niche.
0: <laughs> very niche. Like three percent of the world population can. That's it. it. <laughs> oh, wow, that's Great. hilarious. Um. You do a number of covers. I've heard you do a few. Actually, I like the one you did. Um, Eric Padu's "Next Lifetime." Yeah. Um, I, I remember those uh, on your Instagram. One time, you asked people for suggestions for songs to that you should try. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any covers that you haven't tried that you'd like to do? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or do you even like doing covers? Because I some artists are like, mm, I don't
1: like doing covers, but <laughs> I, I do them anyway. Um, I think it depends. You know, right. I, I think like initially I did them because you know I I play live sometimes and I do bar gigs too, right. and so it was just a way to to use to kind of kill two birds with one stone. So I learned it from my gig, but then I'll also do a cover of it so that I can have something for for social media. Right. Um, and so it started off like that, but then I thought, you know, it's it's really – A great way also for me to step out of my comfort zone and to also learn use it as a learning experience for me to maybe play genres that I don't usually play or to, you know, uh, use it to step up my skills. Right. So, yeah, so I, I do enjoy playing covers do I want to make a living doing that? I don't know. (laughs) Probably not. Uh, but I do, I do enjoy it just, just as a way as a different outlet and to, to, um, maybe put my own spin on it, put my own flavor on it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been fun. I think that, uh, like, some covers that I would like to try, I don't know if it will happen, but I've always wanted to to do something from Marilyn Manson. <laughs> it's, it's like this goth death metal. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm
2: trying to...
0: How would that sound? That would be... Well, you've done punk,
1: right? So, I
0: mean... You could stretch it a little bit, right?
1: Right. (laughs) Or it's like just taking taking music that is totally different from what I do, and maybe making it into neo soul. So that would be death metal band, but like great. That would be great. Yeah, it would be really interesting. So that's something I always wanted to try. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. It might take a little bit of work and imagination, but I'm sure it will happen one one day or another. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can't
0: remember who there was a. Uh, I mean, I remember when they did a. Um, somebody did a, a R and B version of Teen Spirit, which was kind oh, of dope. Oh yeah, that so no could know. be done. Yeah, I feel like you got a good chance.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> I would yeah, I love that. Nirvana as well. Yeah, Nirvana's
0: they're 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 all right. I like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. So what's what's next for you? What's you know what what's coming? So you've got the new the new single that's out, which. Mm-hmm. It, I guess that again sounds fantastic.
1: Thank um, you. I'm it's kind of waiting for the whole
0: album, but you know.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for for the support. Um, it's always it's always hard to release something that is heavy, you know, um, like a track that's heavy. Right. But uh, yeah, it's just something that I felt I needed to say. Um, but at the same time, yeah, uh, this is one track out of four. So it's an EP of four songs.
2: Okay.
1: And, uh, this EP will be released, uh, most likely early next year. Okay. So I'm going to kind of drip feed, uh, each single every few months. And that also gives me time to create the campaign and the, the marketing around it as well. Right. Um, yeah. So that's what you can look forward to. Mm. Uh, more songs that, that incorporate southeast asian sounds with neo soul
0: which is cool um, cuz i don't know a lot about southeast asian music so i'm yeah. always interested in learning new stuff and so this will be
1: right. so like this this last uh song that i released was built on on a very traditional um southeast asian rhythm right um that's played on a on a hand drum um and so the the next couple of songs will will take different instruments so bansuri flutes um and another uh with with the gongs and cymbals that they usually use and uh Yeah, I've done a lot of really interesting collaborations that I never thought in my life that I would. Um, One of them is even with with a group that uh, is from from the rainforest in in uh, Indonesia. Wow. And so it's an indigenous group and. I'm really really excited to to release that track. Mm. So yeah, it's it's just a lot of interesting sounds and and a lot of things that have never really been incorporated into neo soul. So I'm I'm just excited to be able to share that and and to be able to create something that's different.
0: And people get to see um more of you, more of what, you know, I mean, cuz <clears throat> you know, there's when you're a musician, especially if you're an international from a you know place that's, you've got an interesting story or an interesting background, you know. Part I think like music is a great way for you to kind of tell people about who you are. Like in mm-hmm.
2: like, and
0: so that way if they have questions about who you are, like listen to my album, man. I just. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, it should be, it should be a reflection of who you are. Um, I think that as, as musicians, sometimes it's easy to, to box yourself in because you, I guess, m- invested a lot of money into the project and you really want it to do well. You really want other people to resonate with it. And so, I mean, I've fallen into that, that um, trap too, where, I tell myself, okay, I can't do that because that's not going to sell. Right. And I mean, <laughs> it's subjective. Music is subjective, right? You yes. sometimes don't know whether that, like, you're going to create something that will be the next trend. You know, um, but at the same time, that's that's not really where my intention was. I just right. really wanted to create something that was different and original. Um, and not think so much about whether how much money I was going to make or whether people were going to like it, but just make something that resonates with me and something that I would be proud to put out there.
3: Right.
0: Well, I mean, remember Psy and, uh, and Gingham style? Mm-hmm. Like, who thought that was going to be his hit, big hit? Like, right. literally. <laughs> and it was a massive massive hit. And so that to me, that song taught me you, you could just have to make music you enjoy. And just because you don't like this, I'm sorry, these, these days it's very hard for you to figure out what people are going to like.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And music. I I don't know if it's this way too, for, for screenwriting and for acting, Mm. but, with music I feel like people love your music but they're also invested in you as a person mm. you know and so your music and who you are as a person ideally should match up Ideally, you know? yeah. the same thing um and so I I try to be authentic um I mean, I am who I am. What, how people perceive that to be is
0: <laughs> is see you as Mozart loving. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This is going to be. <laughs>
1: <gross>. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I should just put that into my bio. I mean,
0: is, I'm saying, well, you know what? <laughs> Mozart <fan> girl. <laughs> I can't let la- like you say you're DIY. I I am too. So that's why I keep, like I do it, I do all my graphics, all my marketing, all my copywriting, all my editing, my everything. I'm like yeah.
1: amazing. So yeah. I salute you. And you too. I I think a lot of artists are in the same boat and I like that. I mean, I I don't like the fact that we have no time for our life. <laughs> but I I love the fact that artists are able to do things themselves because then the message you are getting is really, you know, pure. That Mm -hmm. message that they really wanted to put out there and there's no, you know, record company or label um, telling them that they can't release this type of music or that they need to put this trending trap beat on, you know. Um, So yeah, I think there's there's definitely pros and cons. If
0: you get a chance to check out Jasmine Horn, Jasmine just released a new album, I believe. She this is the first one she's produced herself, Mm -hmm. Um, simply for specific that same reason where she wanted to do. I think she said she wanted to do like a lot of big band. Music in on her next album, and they didn't, the uh, the pre- company she was with didn't want to spend the money. She's like, right. okay, and so she just grinded it out, made the money, and produced the album herself. And you know, well,
1: that's the way to do it. I will definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, love, I love that. You know, I love that artists can just. They're like, okay, so this this door is closed. I'm going to find another one. And that's basically our entire life as artists. Yeah. <laughs> you get lots of closed doors and you just find the one that will work.
0: Yeah, that is true. And it's just find the one, find whatever door you can get through. Yeah. And once you get through, bring as many of your friends along with you who will hype you up while you're there.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: agree. That's it. It's the magic of music. Well make your albums, everyone.
1: That's it. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I am happy that you're doing you know what you what you're doing, because I think it's important for um you know I think it's important that people tell the stories they want to tell and create the content that they want to create in the way they want to create it. Right. And do it all by, mm-hmm. while maintaining a, um, a person that people like and people mm-hmm. enjoy being around and people support. Cause right. those are, like you said, all of this stuff is very tough to do. It's a lot of moving parts. It's a lot of things that have to happen And it's very tough, like, while you're doing all those things and you're DIY and you're over here doing stuff, at the same time, maintaining this positive attitude and being um, being present to their fan base, which is what you do. I think it's, uh, you, you know, fantastic what you're doing, huge fan.
1: You yeah, know. absolutely. I'm so glad that you got in touch, and that social media brought us together.
2: Yeah,
0: and if you <laughs> ever in-
1: social media gets it right,
0: <laughs> have you ever played in New
1: York? Have I? No, I don't think I have. I think that once once the pandemic is over, I I know a couple of people there now, so I can go down there and if you and do. You it
0: play New York, do you let me know.
1: Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah, um, I can like meet you in person.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, you know, I have a fair amount of
1: influence. <laughs> I'm
0: sure, too. known to get a hamburger or two from places.
1: <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That
0: and butter. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if you ever come to New York, I would definitely love to check you, check, check you out when you're – you're here to play and and uh i i will be the first one who will help spread the word of whatever oh, music you're making because i think it's really good
1: thank you so much yeah and if ever you want to be on too broke for therapy one of these days
0: oh, word. i'll come on there anytime <laughs> You'd be like, oh, this was bad. This is a bad
1: idea. No. <laughs> no, it's it's all different perspectives, and it's great that everyone gets represented and everybody, you know, has a story to tell, as I'm sure you do, especially because you manage artists. So, you know, there's probably a lot of things that you gotta, a lot of moving parts and a lot of hand holding, too, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: I I just let them do whatever. And I just sit back and wait for the money to roll in. There is no, there is no money. Trust me. Purely out of heart. Um, But what, what I would say is that um, you interviewed two people on your, on your show, um, both very talented women. Um, I was like, Oh, I I did the same thing I did with you. I was like, all right, let me go down Spotify, and find out who these people are. So because they're really talented Um May. May is amazing. Like she mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Wait, what?
1: Yeah. She's, <laughs> <laughs> she's also in New York. So oh, if yeah. I ever go down to New York, she's gonna be the one I stay with. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: So then that'd be cool because yeah, if she's playing. If she's ever going to play in New York, I'll I'll be able to sneak in and and, and That's
1: see, right. See a show, okay? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah keep horrible. crying, girl. <laughs> but that that um, like Two Brook for therapy was really like a side project for me to be able mm. to feature our other artists and to hear their stories too. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry?
0: When did you start it?
1: Um, I started it actually maybe two, three years ago when I released um, Hope is a Bird. So it was a companion, actually, a companion like documentary series to go with the song because the song was talking about um, like battling depression and finding uh, support and healing through the love of a community. Right. And... And so I started interviewing people that were in my community that had been giving me support while I was dealing with, you know, my own mental, um, mental health and just hearing the stories of what they do um, when they are, when they're feeling down and how they stay balanced, especially because when I was, when I was battling um, depression, depression, I felt like it was really difficult as an artist to be able to afford help, you know? And so like to afford a therapist, yep. even, even if it was on a sliding scale, it was still too expensive for me. Yep. And so um, obviously the next like person or the next people that I would turn to would be my friends. And so that's kind of what started this idea um, of, of creating just a support um that is completely free so mm. activities that people can do for free and people can hear other people's stories and not feel like they're alone and so yeah so this is the, this series i i did it in um like eight eight episodes and then now is the next couple of eight episodes will be with with other artists as well but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be able to feature my friends, feature um, other artists in the community that have really great stories and really great advice on how to survive mm. um, this music industry, survive the creative life. Because, you know, it's it's hard. It's yeah, really hard.
0: Sometimes. That's a great that, that, it's a great idea, by the way. I think that's fantastic. And,
1: Thank uh, you. Hopefully it will help to build that community and to build that support. And things can be really competitive, you know, and we forget that we're all struggling with the same things. And and sometimes really what you just need is friendship.
0: I liked specifically on the show too, that you listen to people. And I think that's to me, the most important mechanism of the show is because it's easy to, you know, some people find it easy to, get a show on there and just kind of talk over what was being said versus letting this person be, come on and just share their, what they're sharing and Right, just be willing to, you know, listen to what they're saying because that's essentially what, you know, therapy is right. I mean, it's having someone available to you and being able to let you talk while they just take it in and then <laughs> see what they can give you back
1: Mm -hmm. you know so yeah absolutely and in the end I mean I I don't have any answers (laughs) Also, and it's not really meant to be you know some therapy session but at the same time it's true sometimes you you want to share your experiences and you want to talk about issues but you don't know who you can talk to and you don't know who trust and so that platform is a way for people to feel like they're in a safe space they can share whatever they want to share and they always get to watch it before it airs so they okay it oh, okay. Wow. And, um, and I make sure that they're comfortable with with everything that's on there
0: wow that's um, cool that's good I, I think um me and my, when my um Business partners, we're we're actually working on um, a podcast that will be um, similar, but for sports athletes in mental health.
1: Right. Yeah. So. Very important because it's so competitive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, it's not again, it's not us trying to give them any answers because we don't, mm-hmm. we're not therapists and stuff. But it's more yeah. about just. Them talking about their experiences, trying to solve and, and trying
1: mm-hmm. to solve
0: life, as, right. as you will.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's it is really helpful. You know, when I was when I was going through my issues, I didn't really know who I could talk to, and so I started listening to a lot of podcasts. And it just helps mm. to know that you're not the only one who's going through it, yep. you know? So that's a huge part of it. Yep. And so I, I think it's amazing what you're doing. Cause yeah, being an athlete is, is like being an artist. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Anything that comes in the public eye is pretty similar in the sense of the challenges you're going to face. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause like, um, you know, I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty open when it comes to telling people, whether they're friends of mine or they're complete strangers. Um, If they ever need someone to talk to, they can always call me. And I was on Clubhouse or something one day. And this woman, it was so weird. Like this woman, she was on the stage and she's talking to, she's doing her thing. And she goes, oh, I have to leave now. She's like, "Um, I just found out my father passed away. And everybody was kind of like, "All right, well, I t- take your care. I see you later." Why? Where? I'm like, so I I messaged her real quick on Instagram. I was like, "Sorry to hear that happen. I don't know you at all, but uh-huh. if you need someone to talk to about this situation, here's my number and my email. I I'm easy to talk to, and I'm easy to forget things, so you don't have to worry about me." <laughs> I love that. And um, she wrote me like a nice, like the next day, she, she wrote me like this long message on Instagram to thank me. She's like, you don't even know me. Why would you do that? And I'm like, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're people, people connect. We're a community. We've forgotten that just because we're on different streets or different continents or different avenues or different blocks that we are separated but we're not we're we're one community and it only takes one person to say hey do you need help to change everything and i would want them to do it to me like if something Mm -hmm. happened to me i would like to be able to go to somebody hey i'm having a problem you mind talking you know You know, so I I try to offer it to people like whenever I can, not out of any other reason than I just I'd rather them talk to me than to do something crazy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And I'm definitely with you on that. It's it's incredible sometimes how just that little bit of like humanity can change things. Cause we're so used to just being in our own little bubble and, you know, everybody living for themselves <laughs> that, yeah, it really is a huge difference. So it's, it's really amazing. At least now I know who, who to call. <laughs> I'll have you on speed dial.
0: <laughs> Darren, I've got problems with Mozart. Oh.
1: <laughs> it's like, I just found out that he's dead. <laughs>
0: you, you just found out what's going on. <laughs> We're gonna have a conversation. We're gonna have to talk about that. I know. <laughs> uh, this was great. I'm, you know, I'm glad we got to talk. Your your new single um, is out on Spotify and Apple Music, and and yeah. if people for some unknown reason can't figure out how to type in Spotify or something, <laughs> you can go to your website. Exactly. It's everything is there it's so easy to find there's lots of good stuff up there you can go up there and mess around and listen to music and find out more about Eunice and you know just support support support
1: absolutely thank you so much for letting me be a part of this you and are. You're, you're so easy to talk to yeah well yeah. <laughs> and easy to forget I guess too yeah, thank you <laughs> I was
2: like 10 minutes i like
1: who was I just on then? No,
0: I'm, 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 no. I'm glad you got to come on. I was very much looking forward to this conversation. And yeah. you know again if you're you need help or if you want to you know you know share anything else let me know. I'm right. you know when you when your new stuff comes out and you want to come you can just Tap me on the show and say, hey Darren, can I come
1: in a podcast? Yeah. Sure. So. Which one? <laughs> i got, got that's it. right. <laughs> and oh. if there's anything that I can do for you as well, just let me know. Just keep making oh. good music. Just you know,
0: <laughs> make good music, put make people understand what you know, what you're trying to communicate and stay a good person. Would, Thank that,
1: you. you know, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh this man. is great. Thank you so much. You're this welcome. podcast definitely made my day. So well I'm glad. That's good. Right. See
0: you are so worried about everyone worries about the podcast beforehand and then afterwards I can't get them off the show.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I,
0: had, I had um oh I, as a recommendation re- recommendation for you, if you mm-hmm. like 70s music, definitely check out it's on HBO Max tonight. Started tonight, uh, yesterday, um, Mr. Soul. It is a fantastic film. I had to. We had the director on Melissa Hazlip last week uh, on one of my other podcasts, and so I sent her a note afterwards thanking her for being on the show. And she sent me a note going, "You know, I did not realize that we were talking for two hours. <laughs> She's like, it was so much fun. I'm like."
1: Oh. i know you make it easy so you make it easy for me to vomit my thoughts
0: <laughs> there you go. well i like people vomiting their thoughts you. <laughs> well i appreciate your being on the show thank you so much i really appreciate it um i wish you all the success in the world absolutely thank you uh, you as well Everyone, please follow her on Instagram and go to her website. Check her music out on Spotify and Apple Music. You should. You will be blown away. Trust me, you will be blown away. (laughs) Um,
1: I'm probably on everything, so whatever you, whatever your preferred platform is, I'm probably going to be there. There Um, All of the essential ones you got right down there, which is amazing. Thank you. If
0: you're on Instagram, if you go to her bio. In the, you can click on the link there. There's more. more. <laughs> yes. so, all good stuff in there. Um, thank you for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Until um, the next one, I'm yeah. Jenkins, and this was drop the mic. Thank you. <laughs>
1: thank you so much. <laughs>